Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Okay, so hello. Today I am welcoming Nick Musadola to the podcast. And Nick is the owner of a fantastic business called InCraft Corner, which she juggles amazingly with her family life. And we're here today to discuss a little bit about that and the juggle and all about how she does it. So Nick, hi and welcome to the podcast. Hi, hi Kate. Thank you for having me. It's uh, really exciting to be here. Good. I'm glad you're excited by it. So first things first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and in particular about your business and your family? Uh, so I, ha- I have uh, three girls, age four, eight and nine. I first started my business uh, when my first one was uh, still a baby. And it was kind of really, I really wanted to kind of do something um, sort of during maternity leave kind of keep me keep me occupied while I'm trying to obviously look after the baby because um I have this habit of I can't sit still for very long so I kind of always want to have something else to be doing at the same time so um I actually started my I started doing sort of a few things for like friends and family I taught myself like sewing sort of during school and I did it sort of during my 20s and I kind of really loved it I loved kind of experimenting with things and seeing what kind of worked so um I went back um I went back to work because I had a like a full-time job then I went back to work uh after I had my first after my first maternity leave to find out that I was actually expecting a second child funnily enough quite close together those two and I knew sort of during that pregnancy period I was doing a lot of sort of side hustle sort of stuff sort of working on the business but not really not really making it a big focus until after I had my second child I kind of knew that trying to juggle two kids and obviously trying to go to work was going to be kind of really, really, it wasn't really kind of what I wanted to do. Um, I'd always known that I kind of wanted to be at home with my kids and sort of kind of watch them grow up and watch them, you know, basically be there for them and do all the school runs and all the pickups and everything like that. I kind of knew I wanted to do that, but I just didn't know how to. So I, I during that the pregnancy of the second one and during that maternity leave, I kind of gave myself a year to kind of maybe focus a bit more on what I was doing and what I was making and maybe trying to make um, like a regular sales out of it so that I could actually quit my like day job and kind of do this full time and I'll be at home all the time to sort of be with the kids and that and that's what I did I put a lot of lot of time into kind of learning what I needed to know all the different things of like being a small business owner it, there's loads of things that don't tell you obviously when you're first starting out that you have to learn and have to do so you kind of I was learning all the different things that I had to do at the time to kind of make it work. So in 2014, I kind of quit my day job and I've been um, like self-employed just as this is my my main job ever since. Fantastic. Thank you. And you mentioned there about how you decided to learn as much about all the business things as you can. And I mean, I've, I've known you for quite a while now. And that's one of the things that I've always been really impressed with and really I suppose I found really inspirational about 
about you and about being around you is that you have a huge amount of knowledge around anything that you set your mind to learning. And you learn to do it brilliantly. And what sort of things have you really focused on learning over the last few years? Over the last few years, I've kind of really focused on marketing. I never really thought at the beginning, I never really thought that was really a big thing or whether I could do that. But I think it's only in the last maybe two and a half years, I've really focused a lot more on marketing. There's a, there's a, you can only sell as much as you can market it. So without the marketing side of it, you know, it's quite hard. It's a lot harder to kind of make the regular sales that you kind of need to keep your business going Mm. so I've done a lot on SEO which obviously makes me visible on Google searches so I spent at least at least three years just starting to build up keywords and things and making myself more visible on um, Google and I'm actually now being sort of seen in other countries not just the UK uh, based on these keywords so there's lots of different parts of the business, so the marketing, the SEO, the website stuff. I've learned a lot of. I'm doing. I'm going through like email marketing at the moment. Um, I just have like a curious nature. Um, I kind of want to deep dive into something, see how it works. That's how my brain works. If I can understand the theory of it, the, the general, I can kind of build the pictures of if this works, then this might work here, and then kind of build my own picture. Um, yeah, it's all about curiosity and sort of deep diving into it if it doesn't work that's fine just learn by it try again fantastic and actually it's about I suppose applying it then to the specifics of your business yeah yeah, exactly because um people can teach you things they might not be taught to your specific um business but there's there's always a chance you can either change certain elements or move it around and it will still apply to what you're doing That makes perfect sense. I mean, email marketing is something that you've mentioned there that you've really been focusing on recently. And as somebody who is subscribed to your mailing list, yeah, it's really clear that that's something that's been a really good focus of yours recently. And it's really interesting, the, the emails you send, they're not all about your business. They're not all about selling what you you're selling your products there's a lot of personal stuff in there there's a lot of stuff about motherhood there's a lot of things around what you do that you talk about in your email marketing is is that an intentional is that something you've done on purpose Uh, yes it is um I've learned a lot about um uh, stories because everyone loves a story we love watching movies which are all based around stories and in I suppose it's in, in content writing and copywriting. It's all about telling a good story. And uh, obviously people want to know about you because people buy from people. So a lot of the time that people don't really care about what I'm actually selling. It's just the way I'm coming across, the way I'm selling it to them and the way I'm kind of um, building like the relationship with um, my customers. Um, so it's all about just doing telling stories. So by putting a lot of the personal element in there and telling like stories of my, my childhood and what, um, what I've done and what I'm doing, it kind of makes me relatable to them in a, in a, in a way. Because a lot of the, my customers are kind of like me or are very similar. So it's, it's all about being relatable. Fantastic. And actually, you almost, you didn't say the words there, but you almost touched on values. And I suppose how people will relate to you having similar values to theirs. Is that something that's, that's quite key in your business? Yes, I think any way of being relatable. So yeah, winning values, if they kind of value the same things I do, they're more likely to kind of trust me or to trust what I'm saying. And you've got 
a new element to your business. You touched on on making and sewing earlier as part of what you do, but can you tell us a bit more about what you make, what you sew um, in terms yeah. of the product sense, but also about the the newer element of your business, which is is using that marketing, isn't it, that you've been learning it about is. and and taking that forward. So at the moment, what I make is I make baby a range of baby accessories, bespoke ones, and keepsakes made from clothing. So I kind of make like bibs and comforters and things for mums with young babies that can be given as maybe like a baby shower gift, or a new baby gift, or just for everyday use. I have a lot of um, parents themselves that have got like sort of three or four month olds that love ordering things. And that makes it kind of special because you can put their names on it. But not, not all, it's not, you don't want something that you can buy just in any old shop. It's kind of bespoke just for them and that not many people will have. And then I make keepsakes. So I take the memories that people hold in clothing and I turn them into like blankets and bears. It's kind of a nice way to kind of keep the memories close to you and obviously to, to pass it on to your kids or grandkids. And then you can sit there with them and look at, um, look at the items and you can explain the stories that you've got uh, behind the clothes. So you can tell like they like babies that coming home outfit. So you can explain to them like what, what it was like in the hospital, you know, how you're feeling. When you came home with the baby, when they came, when you came home, home with them, and yeah, it's, it's a lots of different ways you can kind of use like clothing to kind of keep the memories going. Because it's I've done a lot of uh, keepsakes in the past around sort of bereavement, so people that have kind of passed away that kind of want to hold someone close, but obviously they're not there. So they, they use their clothes to make like make make a bear, and it kind of sits with them in their home, and it kind of it's like a constant reminder that they're, that they're there, which is nice. And so I'm currently, I'm, uh, I'm still making, I still make everything myself, but I'm actually kind of expanding into inspiring other mums to, to have a, like a handmade business to kind of, to grow and to kind of do the same thing that I've kind of done to be able to stay home with their kids, be able to raise them, you know, provide for them, kind of give them a sense of the purpose, not just like just, just being a mum. So I'm going to ha- be helping them with um, lots of different tools. So helping them with like, marketing websites giving them tips on how to kind of be visible and to kind of get their business out there kind of generate like a stable income so that they can do they can basically build their business fantastic that's a really new and exciting branch to your business isn't it it is very very exciting it's a lot to come there's a lot of work that's going to be involved and there's probably even more things that I'm going to need to learn along the way Absolutely. And I mean, again, the learning that you've done, it's something that I I know from knowing you that you've done a huge amount of personal development work over the last few years as well. How has that impacted, do you think, on your business and your parenting? I've done a lot of work around mindset. That's this is the the one thing if I'd known sort of uh, eight years ago, I would have worked on my mindset from the beginning because obviously you're if you don't know about the, the, the mindset work, basically you're stay, stay stuck in a cycle and you kind of can't get past a certain point. So I actually, I think it started around probably about March, yeah, February, March last year. I kind of really took a, a really big deep dive into mindset. I, I joined a group and I'm really working on looking at myself and what my own values were, whether what I was doing was aligning to my values and just thinking about how, the way I thought about things. And then I went through a period, like four months of uh, like therapy, and then really looking into like right into like my childhood 
because I knew a lot of the things that I was uh, being stuck on that weren't helping me grow were from my childhood. So really, I, I needed to kind of put that to rest, to kind of close the door on it so that it kind of gave me new skills and new tools that I could use to kind of go beyond where I want, where I was at the moment. So that's given me a lot of confidence to kind of do a lot of new things, try new things, basically to kind of get right out of my comfort zone. So mindset is um, kind of a very important important thing to kind of look at. Absolutely. Fantastic. And I mean, you you have a really good balance of mindset that you do a, a lot of mindset work, but also those skills that we've talked about, those the understanding and the learning in various areas around business that you've been doing. And that balance, I think, is is hugely important and getting all of those things in place quite early on. How do you find all of that impacts in terms of juggling business and motherhood? It kind of feels it's, it's a big struggle, especially especially in the early days, because I kind of felt really frustrated because I, I wanted to do something, but my kids were just pulling me away from it. And I couldn't, I felt guilty because if I wanted to work, I couldn't play with them. Or if I was playing with them, I couldn't work. So it's kind of the constant feeling guilty that you kind of, you should be over there, you should be over here. So I know in the last sort of year or so, or a few years, I've kind of learned to say that, okay, I'm doing work for, say, two hours. I'm not going to feel guilty because they're doing their own thing. They're gonna, they, they may have a screen, they may have toys, they may have whatever, but they'll be happy, they'll be safe, they're fine. And then after those two hours, I'll spend at least half an hour playing with them. So basically, it's kind of creating like blocks of time where you say, this is my time and then this is their time. So it's kind of getting that balance so that they know that you need to work and you need to do this to obviously to give them things. But they also need a lot of they need the attention and the playtime and that as well. So it's kind of quite hard to juggle. There's definitely a lot of mum guilt involved when you're running a small business. And at the moment, it's quite hard because there's lots more things that I want to do. But it's like constant distractions sometimes is kind of pulling me away from like my focus. And that. I mean, it definitely helps. I know you're now at the stage that I was a couple of years ago where all of your children are now in full-time school or nursery. So that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? But you obviously had quite a long period of time where you had at least one child at home. Yeah. So your eldest is nine and your youngest is four. So up until your youngest has gone to nursery, which is quite recent, you've always had at least one at home, haven't you? Yeah, there's been long periods of time where I've had like two at home. So obviously mm. during those like the first couple of years where I wasn't, I suppose I wasn't as busy and I didn't have as, as many orders, but I was kind of trying to kind of promote my business. But uh, yeah, so I had definitely had at least two at home for at least four or five years, which was kind of, well, yeah, four years, I think, which was kind of a big deal. I don't, I, sometimes I kind of wonder how I managed to deal with it, but I think it, when it becomes like a routine and when you kind of know that this it just happens, you kind of have to get on with it. So it's, it's, there's no other way around it. You kind of have to kind of get on with it and deal deal with the day-to-day things. And you've talked about how it's more more recent in the last couple of years that you've managed to block time for business and time for children. And would I be right in thinking that that's probably because as your children have got a bit older, they have, the, have I suppose, learned to respect those boundaries a little bit more? Not all the time. They still kind of try and push those boundaries. You know, they, 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 they still try to kind of like, video bomb my zoom calls and things and you know they're they're kids but yeah they do kind of sit they see me here in my my little corner so they kind of know that I'm working but 
they'll, they'll usually try and they'll usually talk to me, interrupt me, show me things, and and usually kind of having to break up the a lot of the fights that are going on around the house because you know you can't because I'm stuck in the same house with them. It's kind of um, you can hear everything, but a lot of the time you get used to the noises, so you can kind of tell when either they're happy and they're quiet and doing something, or when it's actually quite suspicious. Yes. Or, you know, you kind of you get used to that the sounds. Hang on, they've been quiet for a little bit too long. What are they up to? <laughs> exactly, and then you find yeah. all the chaos later on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that generally involves water with I with my children. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. That's what we have to kind of listen out for, like the tap running in the bathroom. If I if I hear that, I know that like the toddler's kind of in there trying to play with uh, dolls or whatever in the sink. So I keep an eye on it. Absolutely, gosh. So in terms of all of that juggle. You've talked about some of the challenges having to constantly sort of break up fights and, and things like that. Do you have any really good tips of how to manage that? You've mentioned about blocking out time for children and time for work. Any other tips, particularly in terms of thinking about mums who might be at the very early stage of business or thinking about launching a business and wondering how on earth they're going to juggle it all? Any tips that you can offer? I would say don't expect to do it all. You know, if, if you create like a to-do list, you'll, you'll never get to the end of it. But if you say pick two things in a day you want to do, it could be like really small things. If you put two things that you you kind of want to get done that day, if you get those two things done, you're winning. So it doesn't matter about the rest of the, um, like the to-do list or anything else. You get a couple of things done and it's, it's kind of like you're, you're moving forward with your business, but you don't, it's not like you're running. Even if you're like you're crawling, you're still moving. So it's that kind of feeling that you don't have to do it all right now. It will come, but obviously you don't have to. Yeah, especially like managing your own expectations. It's kind of a thing that I've, I've kind of, I'm still struggling with. It's kind of, I expect so much of me. I, I expect to get all this done, get all the laundry done. I need to hoover and do chores and everything. And it's not realistic. It's, that's never going to happen. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just, it's also like managing your expectations. That'd be one tip. I think that's actually a really good one that you touched on there is about managing expectation. That's one I really struggled with when I first started in business. I really, I guess I, I really wanted to do everything and do it all well and, and be on top of everything. And that's one of the things that I've come to accept is that if I have a really busy week in business, my house is probably going to be a bit of a mess. And if I've got a really busy week, making sure that, you know, the house is tidy and clean for something, I'm going to have less time available for business. And the balance is always shifting one way or the other, isn't it? It's never quite in the middle. You'd get the odd week when it's just about there. But I think letting go of some of those expectations of perfection are really, really important. Uh, I have, I don't, it's like my expectation of having like a show home or a very clean house is kind of non-existent because I, I know that I can let my kids go and play they'll be happy they'll do whatever they want in the house usually they, they leave me be but I, I don't worry about them creating a mess or you know uh, it kind of being like a you know, chaos around here but because I know eventually uh, one like say a couple of days a week I will really go town with the cleaning so in between those times I don't kind of worry about it so it's kind of like expecting to be it to be messy it to be what it is you know you're a mum you can't have it you can't have everything. It's going to either stress you out or make you really tired. And I wanted, I thought of another tip, actually, is one thing to remember is done is better than perfect. If you're if you're starting a business out sort of in the early days, you kind of want to get this in place, this in place, this in place before you even do anything. But actually just, just getting it to start like 70% done and, and putting it out there 
is actually better than waiting to get to 100%. Because otherwise, you, you never do it, and it's kind of like three weeks later, and you kind of like miss, miss the whole point of it. So if just you get to a point where you think it's good enough, put it out there. You can always come back to it and tweak it and put it out there again. But it's kind of done is better than perfect. That is so true. And it's one I'm really, really guilty of. I've actually got it up on my wall in the dining room. And I think that's a, is that a Sheryl Sandberg quote, done is better than perfect? I think it is. But it's, yeah, it's my favourite quote, not because I'm good at it, because I need to be constantly reminded of it, which is why I've got it up on the dining room wall. I framed it and actually put it up above the dining table. Because yes, it's, I agree. I, I am terrible at getting all my social media out there and making sure that I post consistently. And then because I fall down on it and don't do it as perfectly as I want to, I just then stop doing it, which is exactly that. I, I need to just get stuff out there on social media and it doesn't have to be perfect, but I procrastinate over it because it's not yet perfect and I haven't come up with the right images and I haven't done it as perfectly as I want to. So yeah, that's a good tip and one that I'm going to try really hard to invoke in the next week or so again. I want to get back on the case with social media and get it out there regularly. Definitely. Yeah. No, that's a fantastic tip. Yeah. Fab. So... You said that you're looking at doing some marketing for, for is it mum specifically that you're going to be marketing? Yeah, to, ha- um, marketing hand, handmade business mums. Handmade business mums. Fantastic. So can you tell us a little bit more about where somebody could find out about that? If they have a handmade business and they want to come and find you and see what you do, tell us a bit more about where that is and what they can find there. At the moment, you'll be able to find the group on uh, Facebook. It's called Grow Your Handcraft Business. So in there, there'll be tips, advice and lots of questions. Basically, I'm building a community of uh, like-minded, like I made business mums that can kind of share the struggles of where they're at at the moment and kind of give them advice on what kind of the next step forward. So there's lots of things to come in there. You'll also be able to find me on the website, uh, nickmusadola.com, which I'm pretty sure you'll be putting in the show notes as well. I will. Um, You can find, obviously, all the information that you need there as well. Those are the two main places that I'm at at the moment, but I know I'm I'm working on other, other places like YouTube and LinkedIn and that sort of thing. Fantastic. Yeah, it's one of the things I think when you're in the early stages of business, it's very easy to sort of think, I want to get out there on all the platforms. But where are you nine years into business now? And now you're at the point where you're consistently on a couple of platforms and now starting to branch out and do a little bit more on some new platforms, which is it's quite exciting for you as well. And nickmusadola.com, did you say or .co.uk? That's right, yeah. Uh, either, either one, it'll, it'll take you to the same place. Fantastic. That's really exciting. I'm going to have to check that out because I haven't visited that yet. I've been to your website where people can buy your baby products and your memory gift. And that, can you give us the website for that as well? Yeah, sure. So for the, the keepsakes and the baby accessories, it's incraftcorner.co.uk. Fantastic. Or if you just, if you just go to Google, put in Incraft Corner, you'll find me. That just shows already, doesn't it, how good your SEO is, that it comes straight up. And actually, if people put in keepsake gifts or memory bears and things like that, are are you likely to come up on there as well? Some some of them, depending on what you're searching for, then yes, I sometimes come up. Fantastic. And again, yeah, testament to the SEO work you've been doing, which is a long game, isn't it? SEO, definitely not something that that you can do overnight, which is fab. Uh, And again, on socials, you've mentioned your group. Where can people find you on social media? So at the moment, 
with my with the baby accessories and the keepsakes you'll find me on facebook instagram pinterest linkedin i'm on twitter but i don't tend to use that much but if you search for in craft corner on any of the platforms you'll find me fantastic that's brilliant thank you very very much What a useful and interesting chat for anybody listening who wants to hear about some of the fantastic things that you've put in place that other people can learn about as well in business. Thank you very much for being a guest today, Nick. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. Come and join the Business Planning Challenge for Mums to create a plan to drive your business ideas forward. The challenge starts on Monday the 21st of March in a private Facebook group. Find the link to join in the show notes. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk and you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook.